Welcome to What CEOs Want to Know, short conversations that can make a lasting difference to your business. My name is Linda Ruland, founder of SuccessAuthorities.com and producer of this podcast series. Leadership in many ways is an inside job. My guest, Jane Sanders, is an authority in the area of personal development. In this episode, Jane discusses how self-awareness and authenticity impact the bottom line results of your business. What is self-awareness with respect to business? Self-awareness in any environment is really understanding who we are, what drives our behavior, and how our behavior impacts others. So that could be personally or professionally. It's very impactful in business, though. And as a matter of fact, there was a study conducted by Corn Ferry that showed that companies that have employees with higher levels of self-awareness perform better financially. So, you know, and it's really, it does take a willingness to recognize the truth and then work with it. So it takes a willingness and a commitment to continuous improvement. You know, there's a lot of leaders undertake it because in a way there's a moral obligation to care about others and make a better world. Well, that takes motivating us to invest in ourselves and in others and our opportunity to improve. It's not like a once and done. You know, it's a continuous process which gives us power, you know, and as we lift barriers and filters as they change and drop and we see others differently. What are those attributes of self-awareness that affect companies, especially financially? Well, the attributes that affect companies most impactfully are, I believe, number one, authenticity. Because authenticity engenders trust, credibility, and then self-awareness gives leaders consistency in not only how they manage people, but how they create goals and solve problems. Uh, And consistency itself helps engender trust and credibility with employees. It creates vulnerability and that, again, trust and credibility with employees. Confidence, you know, people think that if they dive deep, they're not gonna like what they find. But the opposite is what is true. Self-awareness across the board increases confidence, peace of mind in knowing how you respond. You know, and there's a, a real benefit in connecting your ideals and values to your behavior. And unless you know those ideals and values, you can't make that connection. So it feels scattered and uncomfortable to the person if they are not consistent with values and behavior. It just provides a grace and ease for life and everything that life involves. Helps people be proactive, that's another attribute. And it helps leaders role model all of that so that it's contagious. I imagine that self-awareness has an effect on communication skills as well. It does, and it improves so many 
things, communication skills. It helps leaders identify priorities more effectively and correctly, make better decisions. You know, they don't get stuck in negative feedback so that there's a, they go back and forth in this blame game, which unfortunately I've seen a lot. You mentioned that self-awareness does affect leadership. Why is it important to leaders? Self-awareness is critically important to leaders in terms of bottom line results, financial results that I mentioned before. Those who know their strengths then know how to make the most of them. And when they know their weaknesses or areas for improvement, they know how to minimize the impact. So that in itself is you know, worth its weight in gold. They become more effective 360, every which way around them. Therefore, they create more satisfied employees, more successful companies, and a more satisfying personal life, which again feeds back into more successful companies because we can't separate the two. Sometimes we think we can compartmentalize like that, but we can't. And actually it's been proven to be the first step in learning emotional intelligence. Self-awareness is, and I think the case for emotional intelligence has been proven over and over and over again. It helps leaders recognize the value of continuous growth and fostering a culture that supports that and continuous improvement. That is going to impact the bottom line. And it improves leadership by also understanding how others, how employees and peers perceive your behaviors. That's always going to help to know how you're going to be, how you are being seen and perceived. So you can make adjustments. Helps people manage emotions better, which only makes a better leader and a better role model. And people that are self-aware have more fun. I mean, that's part of the authenticity. And who doesn't want more fun at work? Coming into an organization, how can you determine whether people value and embrace self-awareness? If not, how can you influence it? Ask the question. Find out. And if they say, oh, yes, we really practice self-awareness, ask them what tools they use. So get the details and ask to interview several people at different levels, and just see how authentic they seem. You know, that's one way to really look and ask them that same question. Is it possible to foster self-awareness in an environment that needs it and would benefit from it? I would certainly try. I would never say not try. Number one, be a role model for it and true to your design and your ideals and your values. Secondly, There are reports and articles and studies that support the importance of self-awareness for leadership and for companies and for management. So you could put a report together and just say, hey, look, this impacts the bottom line. In some studies say it's the number one characteristic of good leaders, self-awareness. Given the possibility that the remote workplace we now are experiencing on a grander scale will continue with us for some time, how do you think self-awareness will evolve as a result? I think it is more challenging. However, that's part of the reason it makes it even more important because of the challenge of keeping the culture together and creating a positive culture. Self-awareness is absolutely a benefit. To me, there's just no question. 
So it will improve any culture. And the more challenging the culture, if part of that challenge is because of remote working, it makes self-awareness even that more important. Another characteristic of self-aware leaders is they listen better and they ask better questions. So that's part of your communication comment. So they are more aware of what employees would consider to be delightful or a surprise. And it's not something that they, you know, just, it's, it's not a raise. I'll tell you that right now. It's something that is um, specific to each person that would give them it may be tickets to a baseball game. It may be a day off. It, you know, who knows? There are so many different options and that will help as well. And a self-aware leader is going to be more adept at that and do a better job because they listen better and ask the right questions. Is there a risk of losing control with the potential chaos that could erupt? From what I understand and what I've experienced, it makes groups gel much more firmly because they trust and they can be authentic and they know each other better and they don't want to leave that. You know, that's, that's a culture that is unparalleled. It might be a rather large paradigm shift for leaders to open up and let others play larger. Yeah. I mean, some people are going to find it easier than others, but the more people that adopt that and be authentic Um, and align their actions with their ideals and their values and who they really are, the more of a role model they are for others to do the same thing. And there will always be varying degrees, adoption of this and ability to really step into it that I don't see why that would cause chaos. If you feel comfortable and strong within your position and others feel the same about theirs, then the potential for conflict will be more pronounced. As a leader, how do you get your arms around that? It leads back to the benefits of self-awareness because it helps people manage emotions. It helps people take in differences, differing opinions, what they might consider negative feedback, and deal with that and look how to solve problems rather than to go into that blame game. You know, I mentioned peace of mind earlier, and I mentioned grace and ease, it just helps them deal with conflicting information in a much more open-minded, calm way. Then we are working together to solve problems rather than defending positions. Yes, and the leader of those two people will reward, the, the leader of those two people would reward the two of them coming together and, and combining forces to find the right solution, and work together. Can you give me an example of a leader who demonstrates self-awareness? You know, I I always go to my favorite boss. So I've had three careers prior to this. Well, two where I was an employee. And my favorite boss was owner of um, international corporate identity firm, and I was head of sales and marketing. And we had a couple other marketing people and a lot of designers and anybody in that company would have done anything for that owner. He was so authentic. He just, I mean, we saw everything, all his weaknesses. Every time he screwed up, he laughed at himself, which is another thing that self-awareness offers, the ability to do that. He was deeply loved, deeply loved. 
and was a great leader, I think, because of that. We followed him, whatever. And I never felt fearful of expressing my opinion at all. And I don't think anybody else did either. So to me, he's a good example of a self-aware leader. What would be an example of somebody who did not demonstrate self-awareness, who lacked the ability to be open with people? Well, that's one of the behaviors is they, they, they lack the ability to be open. They're inconsistent. Employees won't be able to predict how they're going to react to ideas, which makes people hold back on ideas, right? So it squelches that. They can come across as distant, a little cold maybe because they're protecting themselves, which makes them look arrogant. But some leaders rule by fear. So there's little trust in their teams. And there's a big gap also. That's one thing to look for. If there's a big gap in how they are in their personal life versus professional life, that's a clue. You know, if, if you've ever in the past gone to a company party and one of the leaders is totally different at that party than how he is at work, there's a gap. That person is not self-aware in the workplace. Because self-awareness is a soft skill, how do we develop it within our people? You mentioned that there's role modeling that can be done, but can it be facilitated? Is there a way to elevate people's capacity for emotional intelligence that can cultivate exceptional leadership? One of the aspects of self-awareness is to know how others perceive you. The one challenge with that is if the leader's high, some people are afraid to be honest on those. So that just has to be taken into consideration. But many assessments help a lot with self-awareness. Myers-Briggs, DISC, Strength Finders, and then the one I use, which is scientific hand analysis. And that one is completely independent of how people interpret questions that are asked on an assessment, how they're written, how they might answer it one day versus how they might answer it another day. And it is scientific. The lines in your hands actually mimic the neural pathways in your brain. It identifies pretty much everything about who you are and why you're here. Strengths, gifts, and talents, as well as areas for improvement that will benefit the person 360 by taking action on them. So it's a very actionable assessment. Who owns the practice of self-awareness and authenticity in the organization? How do you make sure that it's maintained? Got to start at the top, the CEO or president, whatever the the title is of the person at the top. It's got to start up there. You've seen what happens when HR starts something, but if the the C-suite and the CEO aren't on board, it's not going to last. It won't stick and it won't have nearly the success. Are there checks and balances to assess how your organization rewards behavior that facilitates self-awareness and exemplary leadership? Take me, for example. If somebody wants me to know that they really know me and respect my tastes and what I like and what gives me great joy, they'd give me something that had to do with horses. And that would be like, wow, they really do know me and what I like. That's cool. So it's an acknowledgement of your uniqueness. Yes. For somebody else, it might be tickets to a, a baseball game. They might love baseball. On the other side of the coin, we've all been in situations where somebody brought a problem forward, whether it's from a customer or a coworker, And the first question asked is, 
who said that or who did that? How can you curb that kind of behavior? Self-awareness keeps people from the blame game. So it's not who said it, it's what can we do about it? What can we do about it? How can we solve this? What would a repaired situation look like? You know, what would a better performance by us as a company look like? Changing the context of interaction and problem solving might be a good start at creating a basic understanding of how to become more introspective and aware of self as well as others. Yes, and it's asking the right questions. So questions that can be challenging and cause issues are why. Why did I do that? Why did you do that? Why did that happen? It's what can we do about it? What was going on that you know caused that to happen? Ask what questions. What could I do next time? What steps do I need to take to help ensure a better result next time? But what takes the blaming out of it? You bring up an important point. Who beats us up the worst? Sometimes it's ourselves. Absolutely. We beat ourselves up and we're our own worst enemy. But the more aware we are of our strengths and talents and gifts, our purpose, certainly, it helps reduce the beating up. Jane, what kind of coaching do people come to you for after they've had an initial assessment? A lot of people come to get help in moving through those challenges, those blind spots. Several clients who have come to me because they were just miserable in their jobs when they worked on everything else. Remember how I said everything impacts us 360? All of a sudden, their enemies at work transformed. But it wasn't the enemies, it was them that transformed and blocks dropped and filters changed. It's interesting how fascinating to me and so rewarding how deep self-awareness impacts us in a positive way. Look forward to future podcasts featuring authorities on topics vital to the success of your business during these changing times. For more information or to contact us directly, visit us at successauthorities.com.